How you doing folks and welcome back to another episode of the Combat Show with me, Darren Morgan. So in today's episode we're just going to basically run through the 60k race that I did almost two weeks ago now. I thought it would be good to kind of let it sink in and then basically um, discuss basically what happened um, along the way and what best to manage it, what went wrong, what went right etc. Um, and just some key learnings and maybe you can take that if you're doing any long runs yourself um, or any type of long endurance race so just to start off it all starts off for me anyway the day before the week before so that comes with my previous podcast is called the the taper so it's basically tapering off your training and to be honest with you for me it's very hard I think restraint is a lot harder than actually doing it when you're in a good flow of things you don't want to take your foot off the gas because training makes you feel good training makes you feel alive you're in this lovely momentum and you don't want to get off it so it was very hard for me to kind of scale that back but what I did was I didn't throw all my training out so I scaled it back really gradual throughout the week so I would take say one set off my strength and conditioning set I would take maybe 300 meters off a swim and continually do that until you have a small session so my session say before the 60k was a swim small cycle and just a really really quick kind of stretching dynamic kind of a workout and that was it contrast that to the start of the week which was a hard session a hard swim a hard cycle and then it was just taking the foot off the gas a little bit as gradually i went on so it's important to do that it's very hard it's easier said than done when you're in a good flow of training and then coming off that you'll feel like jesus you know your your body will tell you oh i have this event i need to do this training just to basically feel maybe even just psychologically yourself you feel like look I've done the work or um just to kind of prove to your body oh I can do this but you can and um, you just have to leave it till the day and um look you have to have a bit of luck on your side no injuries etc happen and you just have to kind of put it in um in someone else's hands you have to just say look I'm gonna do it and um not worry too much about it but yeah so I would say the week before and then the day before in terms of nutrition so that's loading up for me it's uh the day before is a lot more important than the day of any big race I to be honest with you I don't even eat a breakfast before uh, a big race I didn't even eat a breakfast before that um that 60k so what I did was I loaded up lots of water, just drink as much water as you can the day before, um, as much as you can, keep the water into you, lots of salty foods that will retain that water as well, um, season things with salt, and um, just have, don't stray too much from your nutrition, but just load up on it a little bit more, and then in the evening what I have all the time is a homemade pasta meal, so a homemade traditional carbonara make my own pasta so it's basically you just get a flour a special type of flour it's called tipo zero zero flour you get that flour and per 100 grams of that flour it's one egg so you make a well in the center so i made 300 grams so that's 300 grams of flour three eggs mix it all together leave it rest roll it out saute some onions garlic 
and then just combine it all together bit of cheese that's it that's my fuel before the race and that's me done then i'd go to bed early maybe go for a walk in the evening kind of visualize the run and then that's me kind of that's me done for the day into bed nice and early get that rest recovery in and then up early then in the morning i might have a coffee and a banana just to kind of uh, plug the system a banana is always good because there's potassium in it which basically <laughs> stops you from going for a shite which you don't not want to do in a 60k race because that's going to take you a lot of time and maybe you're in six o'clock in the morning nowhere's open especially now with covid nowhere's open so that basically plugs the system and it's a it's a handy thing to have and it's good high energy as well uh, so yeah just a coffee a banana something like that um before the race and then just um i'll get into it really we started from bally it was great we were running for about i'd say about 18k our first first 18k lap back around um got a bit of nutrition in um so in terms of when you stop nutrition i have a bag on me so usually just the essentials just water um dried fruits etc some people like you know the energy gels the shots and stuff like that to be honest with you i like more natural stuff water uh dried fruits nuts uh things like that bananas they, they, they work for me but whatever works for you if an energy gel if an energy shot works for you by all means go for it but i'm just speaking from my uh perspective and what works for me and the the natural whole foods kind of work for me because that's usually what i eat i wouldn't stray off what you usually eat if you usually take energy gel supplements in your training regime then it'd be a good idea to maybe take them during the race you know um so i wouldn't stray from what you usually do kind of keep it keep it simple and as well with that just kind of coming back to the night before have everything ready to go so you have your shorts you've ran in them shorts a long distance you know for a fact they're not going to chafe you have your jocks even you know for a fact they're not going to chafe on you you have your socks you have your runners you have a t-shirt a t-shirt very important if that t-shirt is you see it a lot of times in marathons races people's nipples are bleeding and everything because they're wearing a top that irritates them so you need to basically have worn everything trained in everything prior to this race and then have it all ticked out all ready ready to go night before um and then there's nothing in your mind that will be like so when you're running that race 60k it's you know it's five six hours that you're going to be running for or say even a marathon it's going to be three to five hours you're going to be running for if one little thing is off if your boxers are chafing you or something is happening if your socks aren't right that is really going to get to you i'm telling you these little things get to you a lot so it's really important to nail the little things and the big things like the run will come a lot easier and so that's one big thing i would uh i'd recommend anyone to do on big runs so wear gear going out for your training runs your big training runs say maybe a 20k a 30k something like that and know that these aren't going to irritate you these are going to this is going to be my outfit for the run say um so yeah just going back to the first 18k fuel up natural fuel go again through the phoenix park so then through the phoenix park down to the keys all along the keys 
um, up by Grand Canal Dock, uh, Irish Town, and then we got to Pool Bay. And this is a an interesting part of the run because there's a lot of learnings from this. So there was an absolute colossal wind at our face down by Pool Bay Lighthouse. And so I don't know if you know Pool Bay. It's basically out on the coast. It's basically in the sea, this lighthouse, but there's a little run up towards it. So we were running anyway, and it kind of got me thinking of something that Shane Fitzgerald running said to me, and it's a great thing. It's There's a certain technique of running against the wind, so if you have your head up in the air, it's basically going to take all the air out of you, suck all the air out of you, and you're basically not going to be uh, as effective, and you're going to be bollocks after running against that wind. But if you keep your head down, keep it tucked, so the wind is kind of hitting your forehead maybe or the top of your head rather than right at your nose or anything. So you have that kind of tucked in. It's kind of similar to swimming when you're tucking in your chin and um, not for the water to go into your face. Um, so it's really important that you do that. There's a certain technique of running against the wind and uh, it made a big difference on that because it killed a lot of people on that 60k. A lot of people were just absolutely spent, gone after that. Uh, obviously we were tired but not as much as anyone else so then we went down by sandy mount all along the canals there um back um to ballyfermot then and that that was the 60k but um yeah it was a, it was a great experience and a great learning point but um yeah that that that's kind of that's kind of it really i just wanted a a quick little um a quick little synopsis on what happened throughout the um throughout the run and hopefully look if you're doing a 5k a 10k a 20k 30k 40k 60k 100k whatever it may be this might help a little bit so it's preparation is key the taper is key it, it doesn't matter what you're doing um them things apply so obviously i'm negating prior preparation but that's up to yourselves you know what I mean if you haven't put the training in you're not going to really reap the results you can't just show up uh, it doesn't matter what you're doing even a 5k you're going to be in bits if you haven't done adequate training and adequate um volume for that and in terms of volume for that like a lot of my training is based off the 80 20 principle so that's 80 percent of my training is at a pretty uh, t a talking pace so it's aerobic building brick building they call it so it's basically that i can talk to you while i'm doing a certain exercise and then the 20 percent is anaerobic so that could be you know hit sessions something really really anaerobic sprints things like that this 20 percent would in that 20 percent zone it, there's a high threshold for injury that's why the 80 percent builds up it actually builds your heart as well so uh, there's a great talk so when your your heart actually gets bigger when you're doing the brick work the aerobic work because you're actually stretching your heart you think of your heart as going in and out slowly not that fast when you're doing hit and you're doing anaerobic your heart isn't actually pumping it's twitching it, it's, it's sorry it is pumping but it's twitching so when it twitches it actually doesn't get bigger it just gets a little bit stronger if you get me um so the, they're the differences there and if you have a bigger heart which basically trans uh, how to build your heart is by doing steady state cardio over 
long periods so say like a year of steady state cardio um will build your heart will make it bigger physically bigger um whereas a year of doing hit training will actually make your heart stronger the walls firmer stronger um, so there is a difference there and look if your heart is bigger you're able to put more oxygen around you it's going to make you fitter vo2 max is going to be higher things like that um, but yeah that that's kind of my training principle look everyone's different each uh, each to their own but the 80 20 principle is something that if you're looking to do big events uh, things like that it's important because one it's going to alleviate any injuries two it's going to enable you to um have a good aerobic threshold which is needed for any really sports and um number three it's basically um a longevity thing you know it's going to keep you in that certain uh, sport race etc longer than others that haven't done that and that are just focusing on say anaerobic work and stuff like that so look i really hope you enjoyed it